This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, happy Monday, Brigade. What's up? Welcome into the latest episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt here live on Twitter and on Props' YouTube channel. We are also live. Well, not live, but we're sounding kind of live. Sports Grid TV on the replay for us overnight after the Pat McAfee show. Good evening, folks. You guys are watching it that way. Now, we are a bit late today because, well, the computers are acting all that nicely to us today. So if we're a little bit jumpy in the beginning, we'll figure this out. We'll fix this. But... First and foremost, with the City Connect Padre gear, how are you, sir? I'm good. Um, I'm going to keep it brief. We're going to keep it moving today. we got a lot of people coming to town. we got a lot of things happening. I was out about yesterday kissing babies and shaking hands and building the BVB Brigade one at a time, <laughs> sir. So I even had a guy tell me I – Pay attention to the Patriots game because of parole. Now, look at that. Look at that. It's happening. Now, now in the chat, tell us if we look look any different because we're going to be on, so we're not going to be able to follow this. So, like, just let us know. We'll follow the chat faster than we'll follow the actual show. So, if you guys see anything that's a little bit wonky or weird and like, hey, you guys are delayed or you guys are, you know, the audio is not linked up with the video, stuff like that. So, we just got to figure out what's going on because we did some upgrades over the weekend. And this is, you know, sometimes when you're flying live, just roll out live and sometimes there's not a net there to catch you. So we'll see right. uh live broadcast of what kind of can happen. So hopefully everything's going to work smoothly on you guys' end. You guys will be able to watch the show with us. All right, Dave, we come out of the gates with a firing first thing in the morning. Never like to see someone lose their job, but a $40 million parachute's not bad to get kicked out of a plane. That is the Carolina Panthers. Matt rule out after the loss to the 49ers, that was one of my better plays over the weekend. I, I just, the, the, the Carolina Panthers are cooked. Matt rule. They don't like him. They didn't like playing for him. Christian McCaffrey's not getting the football, but does Matt rule get a head coaching job quickly in college in your mind? I have no idea <laughs> next year. He ain't yeah. getting the job this year. I mean, well, he could. I, don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of jobs open right now. Nebraska is open right now. Um, the the most logical place Auburn's going to fire Brian Harson at some point in the next six months. That that's happening. So Auburn's going to be open. Arizona State Why already the hell fired. Would you go there if you were Matt Rule? Oh my God! SEC. Oh, it's Auburn. True. That's a bad job. There's no. There's Ooh. not. I ain't going. To, no one's going to Auburn. Auburn's a bad job. Wow. Yes. Really? Why would you you want to go there and go three and nine or five and six? I mean, there you could win a national championship at Auburn. You could before, not right you now. You still can. Hundred percent, you still can. Okay. No debate in my mind. Auburn is Georgia's not much. Georgia's not that much farther ahead of Auburn. No, no, no. In terms of jobs, facilities, money, 
No, not that much farther ahead of it. You can uh, if, if, when if you're I the take right a job. Coach, if I'm Matt Rule, the money if you make an extra million a year, I mean, yeah, that means something. But in the scheme of things, it don't mean nothing. I want to go somewhere where I got a shot at either staying for a little while and winning. I don't think you have a shot at either if you go to Auburn. I don't know. You're just coming off this, well, you know, terrible, <laughs> terrible run as a coach in the NFL. Take the rest of the year off. Figure it out. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, this year, he, but you could be named interim or you could be named and you just watch the interim coach. You know, you take over once the gate, once a year is over. Auburn, I think, is going to be open. We know that Arizona State is open. Nebraska is open. Oklahoma now is being talked about. I can't believe Oklahoma is going to get rid of a first year head coach. I, that seems to be a little bit of a knee jerk. I don't think that they'll wind up doing that. But, you know, the move for Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC and, you know, Texas blanket them 49 nothing over the weekend. Sooner fans are really angry at the moment as to what's going on. But I, I mean, Matt Rule is going to be coaching in college as soon as he wants to coach in college, but he's got $40 million to sit <laughs> because it will be dollar for dollar. Whatever job he goes, whatever job he gets will be taken off of the money the Carolina Panthers will pay him. So it's incredibly beneficial for the Panthers to try to find a head coaching gig for Matt rule <laughs> and make phone calls and be like, Hey, you know, our former coach is available. Why don't you hire him at so-and-so university? So he'll never coach in the NFL ever again. It was a disaster. I can't believe he was there for five years. That's Why crazy. Why won't he coach in the NFL again? Because he was a disaster. As a head coach, he'll never be a head coach again. No way. Oh, I don't know. Never's a long time. I don't know if I want to be a head coach if I'm him. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I've often thought this, like, why take a bad job just to get the job and say you did it and then have everything bad happen and never be able to do that job again? Like, that's why you got to make these directed choices. Like, you want to go coach at Auburn. Mm -hmm. Know that you're going to go coach at Auburn. You're going to be an SEC coach, and you're probably never going to be a college football coach again. As a head coach, unless you go way backwards, you take two mm -hmm. steps back. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, at some point, you know, there's going to be a bad NFL team that's going to go, oh, you're probably right. He's probably never going to coach in the NFL again. Why would he want to? <laughs> He's never I'm coaching thinking about it yet. now. I mean, this was he could be third year. He just flashed third year of a seven-year contract, and they fired him. It's a lot of money still on the hook. <laughs> Is it? So it was it three years he was there, or was it five years? Was it three years? He was it the says that okay. third year of a seven-year contract. Okay, so it was third year. Because somebody said he was there for five years. I'm like, five years? Like, wait, what? I mean, he was tremendous at Baylor. I mean, absolutely tremendous. And I think in the South, if he goes to that part of the country, if he goes to a – you know, a Texas tech, which isn't open, but if he goes to that type of school, that's, you know, a little bit under the radar nationally, but has a chance to recruit really heavily. I mean, some guys, I mean, Nick Saban just is a college football coach. He stunk with the dolphins. You know, Pete Carroll is one of the few guys that actually went to college in one and then went back to the NFL in one. That's a rarity. You don't normally do that. So I, I think he'll wind up coaching. I mean, Nebraska seems to be the most likely landing spot for him because it feels Why like the Why the hell would you want to go there? If you're Matt Rule, because they're going to pay you $10 million a year? I mean, go, again, go for the money. That's fine. But And I guess Nebraska is a quicker route to winning. But, I mean, Auburn, 
Ed, Ed just jumped in our, our chat, Ed Pugh, and said, when Auburn moves to the SEC East, they will have to compete with Georgia, Bama, Tennessee, and Florida. Mm-hmm. You're last. No. You're last. I mean, this year you're last. You're only last because they, because of who Brian Hart said, what he has done. You, know, you hire a Boise State guy to come in and coach Auburn after five people told you no, you couldn't go and get it. You just got to find the right coach. Auburn was good for what? A year? No. Two years? Auburn can't. That's not true. Auburn has the history. Well, no, when they won. Well, that's in recent memory when, when, when they, they won. won. Yeah. That, that when did recent. they win before that? I'm trying to think of all the Auburn. 100 years. I mean, Auburn is when, a 100 year program. Auburn has extremely deep ties. The Auburn Georgia rivalry is the oldest are you, rivalry. Are you on the Auburn alumni board? Or no, what? I'm just telling you what Auburn is. Is making a case for Auburn? I can make a serious a case. Job right I, now? I, I'm telling you, Auburn is a gigantic job. It's a huge job. It is everyone. If you haven't gone there, if you haven't covered Why the nobody SEC, want to go there? Because of Nick Saban. You're afraid of Nick right now. But you, you don't want to be compared constantly to Nick Saban. You want to get so Nick Saban when he leaves. Right. So you don't it's want not a right good now. job right now while Nick Saban is no, alive is. and coaching at Alabama. Well, and we, is, look, we've seen. It. Why would you want to go take that job? Because Kirby Smart has shown the way. You can, you can if you do it right, you can compete with Nick Saban. If you build the right staff. Smart at Georgia. What? Kirby Smart is at Georgia, is he Correct. not? Yeah, which is, my point is you can compete with Alabama. You can, if you do it the right way and build it the right way, you can compete. Auburn has competed in the Nick, in the Nick Saban era. Auburn has competed. Now they got a unicorn. They got a unicorn right. in, in Cam Newton, but you can get a unicorn. I mean, you can figure out. And, and the beautiful thing is now is you don't have to cheat to get them. They cheated to get Nick. They cheated to get Cam Newton. They don't have to cheat anymore. They can no, just they straight can up just open up, just pay them straight up. Like, All right, you want to come here? Here you go. Here's a NIL deal. Ronnie James just signed the biggest NIL deal in history today with Nike, the high school kid <laughs> signing a Nike deal. <laughs> so how much? Uh, I think terms were reported. Darren Ravel reported it being the largest deal in history for a high school kid for NIL. So to go play basketball, he's just representing Nike. The Nike what player. What sport does he play? Ronnie James basketball. LeBron's kid. Oh, Bronny. Bronny. I didn't understand what you said. Oh, sorry. Another inside job. There you go. 100%. <laughs> yeah. He's going to wear his dad's shoe. Of course, inside job. But that's because they want it. And, and most likely, Bronny James, if he plays high school, probably won't. But if he does, if he has to play one year, he will go to a college, Nike school. College, you mean. Sorry, he's going to college. college for one year. He'll go to, a, he'll go to a, a Nike school. So if you're not a Nike school, LeBron's kid's kind of off limits for you, unfortunately. But I'll be... I'll be very curious to see, you know, who Auburn, if they, I mean, Brian Harson, you know, look, he had the massive scandal with the cheating with his secretary that came out. It hasn't worked. It's been bad. But if you find the right type of coach, you can win at Auburn. You just have to want that, that heat that's going to come at you. Because it's a lot of heat. I mean, taking on Nick Saban in Alabama, you're now sandwiched in between Saban and Georgia, you know, Alabama and Georgia. So you got Tuscaloosa on one side and you got Athens on the other. So 
it's a, it's only for the right type of good person. Luck. Yeah, it's hard. There's no debate. It's hard. But Auburn is a very good job, and you can win at Auburn. The level of which you win is the question. But look, Alabama has had two massive scares this week, th- this year, Texas and Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Now they've won them both, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they were 24 and a half point favorites against A&M. And they won by four. They were 17 and a half point favorites against Texas, and they won by one. So yes, you could go, well, that's because of Bryce Young didn't play in the game against A&M and Alabama was on the road at Texas and Texas played their Super Bowl. Fine. I'll give you that. And Bama did win both those games, but you can compete, you can con- compete and contend with Alabama even now because Bama's not going to be as good now in the NIL era. They're not going to stockpile as much talent as they once had had the option to do so transfers and you know, people come around and move around. So College football is changing quickly. I don't know how much longer Nick Saban will do it. I don't know how Alabama is going to be Alabama as long as, one, Nick Saban is there, and, two, they keep churning out NFL prospects, like top NFL draft choices. That's always a good sales pitch. Georgia just beat them with more draft picks. Georgia's defense Georgia's record for number of first yeah, round draft picks. That's, that's that's what I mean. That's going to happen too. Like Georgia mm-hmm. and Bama are going to be in business as Georgia and Bama, because you can say, "You want to play at the next level? Come here. Mm-hmm. We got the most guys going to the league." Pretty simple. You could take mm-hmm. the money and go play at Auburn. Good luck. We'll beat you every year. No problem. I mean, the recruiting pitch is easy. I think. Um, the gap may be narrowing where the schools that weren't getting those backups and third guys behind their stars are going to get guys because they can NIL them. But Bama's going to be fine. As long as oh, Saban's sure. there. Bama's as long as Saban's there. Fred, I don't know how much longer Nick Saban's going to do it. Who in Nick the Saban. hell's going to replace him? Good luck. I mean, look, Gene Stallings was the next best after Bear Bryant. After Gene Stallings, you you looked at um, a litany of coaches who were not good. It is hard to find. I mean, I covered five of them in four years. I was going to say, you were there for a nice era of, of those guys. I was there for Mike Dubose and Mike Price. I was there for Mike Shula. I was there for Dennis Francione. I mean, I saw a just laundry list of coaches get run out of Tuscaloosa because they weren't Gene Stallings and they were not Bear Bryant by a long stretch. And Saban just surpassed Bear Bryant, which no one thought anyone would ever do. It's like if somebody mm-hmm. coached the Patriots and, and outdoes Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the comparison. Why do you always bring things back to the Patriots and Bill Belichick? Please? Because there's six rings. Talking about what, college football, not right. pro football but right What now. coach right now, active coach right now, has six championships? There isn't one. So, like, which that's my point. Active coach has six championships. Scotty Bowman, is he active in the – No, Scotty Bowman. No. Trying to think. There's not an active coach in sports right now. Everyone has left. Yeah. Nick Saban is one, okay? But we're comparing it to Nick Saban. Right. Saban and Belichick are the goats right now, the active goats in their sports. And so we'll see who replaces Nick Saban. It's going to be – <laughs> good luck. It's probably going to, and, and same thing with the Patriots. When Belichick leaves, it's good luck replacing him. Like there's no way you just don't replace him. 
with somebody we thought it was going to be Josh McDaniels. I think the Patriots may have dodged a bullet with Josh McDaniels <laughs> not being Josh McDaniels. We may have gotten really lucky that it's not Josh. How many McDaniels. championships does Greg Popovich have? Good call, Jordan Goroff in the chat. Greg Popovich. I don't think he Two, has six right? championships. He has six? No, I don't think he does. I'm, I'm wishing he not does. a six. Popovich. He has five. Six. He has or five. else says he has five. Yeah, he has five. I think he has five. Uh, 73 years old. Greg Popovich, five. Close. Okay. Three-time coach of the year. Wow, I forgot he had five. That's amazing. What a, what a coach. Right? He's incredible. He went off today on Columbus Day. <laughs> Went, Popovich did went off on Columbus Day. Yep, <laughs> ripped. Uh, people are going to be really mad. Conservative media is going to be mad, mad today at at Greg Popovich. <laughs> he oh, went really. Oh yeah, he went. Pop stood on. My a man just says whatever he wants, whenever He's, he wants, however he wants. He really does. He stood on a table and just went after Columbus Day, saying, "There's no reason why we should ever be celebrating this day." And Italian Americans get real mad when you tell them that Columbus Day shouldn't be celebrated. They get very upset. So you know, I, you know it's so weird living here in Nevada. We don't we don't even acknowledge Columbus Day. Yeah, home. We, oh my gosh, open. It's a big deal in home. Yeah, in the East Coast, it's a big deal. Right. I know, and yeah. you know, we got something called Nevada Day here. Is that today that we kind of no. Oh, okay. But, like in, in the rest of the world, like the, the country, the, the banks are closed. It's a holiday. Mm-hmm. The kids don't have school here. It's just another day. Like it's so different. And then in a week or two, whenever Nevada Day is, yeah, um, where everything's closed here and the rest of and the open. country's moving. Yeah, it's like on. Patriots Day in New England. In, in Boston, there's Patriots Day. So there's certain cities and towns and states have their own individual holidays. But yeah, Indigenous Peoples Day. Is that that is today as well as Columbus Day? So there's two warring fashions factions at today. There's there's an actual I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, today is today is Indigenous Peoples Day, which is why Popovich is mad because of what Columbus did when he came here. So Columbus found the new world, but Columbus also did a lot of nasty stuff. But a lot of people back then did a lot of nasty stuff. That was just, you know, the way that a lot of people do nasty stuff today. Correct. I don't know if we put them on holidays, but yes, (laughs) people do a lot of nasty stuff for sure. Um, People said you're going to have more titles than all of them once you uh, jump back in the ring for a title show. (laughs) I mean, the chat is unbelievable. Peralta's going to have more titles than (laughs) Belichick. Just not this weekend. Um, <laughs> stay away. Um, <laughs> the world is going crazy today over the Tom Brady roughing the passer penalty against the Falcons. It's I as a former Patriot quarterback i couldn't like this story any more than i do i think this is the funniest thing in the world to watch the world melt down when brady gets calls it's like this is like lebron james when he gets calls like people are still to this day they are still surprised that tom brady gets taken care of like why are you still angry i've seen chief fans throw back the old the the 2016 roughing the passer penalty against Chris Jones when he swiped down on Brady and he missed him. But 
Cleet Blakeman threw it from behind because he saw the hand, the big paw come swiping down on Brady. And he saw yes. Brady's career flash for his eyes. He was throwing the flag before he ever knew whether Brady got hit or not. They're bringing that up, which I love. PTSD for a lot of fan bases when it comes to Brady. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's great to be out and about when stuff like this happens. I thought there was going to be a ride in the book. People were mad. People were like, what was that? Screaming. Just play touch football. Enough. It's not a penalty. <laughs> it is what it is. There's, there's, there's bad calls every week. It just, it's ironic that it's, it's, it's Brady. It's always Brady. It yeah. always is. I mean, people do have a point. It is. He gets the calls. Can't be Why surprised. He's forty-five. Why? Are, I, I just sit back. Like, you know, Greenberg on Twitter lost his mind, saying rough that roughing call they just gave to Brady might be the most embarrassingly bad NFL call in five years, and there's zero chance they call it for any other quarterback. Probably so. How do you tell me you're a Jet fan without telling me you're a Jet fan? <laughs> you oh. tweet that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> They go the Jets fans. Leave the Jets fans alone. They're fans. But that's what it is. I mean, that's that's the, the ones that are gonna lose their minds the loudest and the fastest are the are the anti-patriot people, which are the Jets, Falcons, you know. Oh boy, what are you doing? It's true. But I get why they're mad. Jets fans. <laughs> I get why they're mad. They're mad because they it was a bad call. There's no other way around it. I'm not defending the call. I'm just can't defend the call. No, don't even try. It's a horrible call, but it's Brady. It's just, it's just what happens. It's one reason why you have Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, And you have franchise quarterbacks that are protected. You can't get mad at it. You just kind of go, yep, that's ridiculous. Is there a book? Is there a book like a list? Like, do they get do, Is there a text list, like a group thread or something? Like, protect this guy, protect this guy. Like, what? How, how is this a protected list? What are you I talking I think we about? just know it. I think we just know what the protected list is. I think you're just making shit up and then you're going to really? get in trouble. No, it's a protected list. Talk, Matt. We know who. List. Sure, there is. What? Like, if you, yeah, if you're Lamar Jackson, you're not on the list. If you're a running quarterback, if you're Josh Allen, you're not on the list. It definitely you're a statue, on the list. If you're a statue quarterback who stands back and gets hit high or low, if you're a rookie, the hit that Zach Wilson took that caused the fight, if that hit happens to Brady, that guy is flagged and maybe ejected. <laughs> like he went low intentionally. He's facing a fine today. Forget about it. He's facing a fine, whoever that was, if he hits yeah. Brady like that. Oh, yeah. We should be facing I – mean, for Zach Wilson, he should be facing a fine, too. Zach went crazy because he dove at his legs. He didn't even get a flag, did he? Right. No. It was nothing. It was just like it – was, it, was, it was nothing. And then – no, no, sorry. It was no, 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 down. It wasn't Zach Wilson. It was Kenny Pickett. Sorry. Excuse me. Confusing, confusing my rookies. Our second-year players. Kenny Pickett was the one I'm talking about, where they dove at Kenny Pickett's legs, and Pickett oh. went crazy. And he got into that's where the whole fight broke out. 
because I Pickett, I didn't see that hit. So, so Pickett was running. Watching. It didn't take long for me to stop watching the Steelers <laughs> and the Bills game. I got to be honest. Yesterday didn't really a little more than a second. But he's funny. He, you didn't have that on the rundown, but somehow you weaved that right. It in is on. There. It is in the rundown. So FYI. So this we'll we'll get to it in two two topics. We do have it on the rundown. <laughs> so, didn't forget you. Don't worry about that. We did. I have that on there. Um, but the. It was just he was running the sidelines. He got hit low, and then it caused all hell because Pickett basically said the guy dove dove my legs, like he dove at my knee. He went crazy. And if you're doing that to a Rogers, a Brady, I mean, even you know back in the day, it was Russell Wilson was part of the class for a bit. Where if you're a franchise face of the league, they protect you. Brady gets protected. That's just kind of how it is. Like get over it, deal with it, move off of it. It's never going to change. The league has made it a priority to protect quarterbacks because if you hurt the quarterback, it changes the entire season. Changes the league for that matter. Patrick Mahomes gets hurt tonight. Where are the Chiefs going? League knows that. Every primetime game's out the window. Every big, you know, divisional game out the window. They're all dead. Got to have your stars available. Right. Still a TV show at the end of the day. We always got to remember that. Um, okay. Uh, it's always a TV show. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Cowboys are first or second in the NFC. We're going to find out this weekend. They got the Eagles coming up monster game in the NFC East NFC East right now is the best division in football. I'm not sure any of us are really ready for that, but they are. And it is. You're right. What yeah. do you make of Cowboys? What they what? did defensively to the Rams yesterday. You see the line yet for, uh, for Dallas and Philadelphia Sunday. I think I did. And I forget what it was. It's Philly minus five. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was six. I thought Philly minus six. Philly minus five. Okay. Philly minus five. Do you know what the game closed yesterday against the Rams? Dallas at the Rams plus five Cowboys. Same line. <laughs> Explain that to me, please. Good question. Um, Explain it because Dallas went to the Rams and Rams minus five. Dallas, Dallas kicked their ass physically. There was one big play by Cooper Cup. Otherwise, the Rams aren't scoring a touchdown. Philadelphia is undefeated, five and zero. Oh, first time in who knows how long. Whenever the lines the same, isn't, the lines the same. Isn't five the question mark line? We just don't know. Um, you know, I say nobody knows shit every day. <laughs> There's lines I see and I go, explain it to me. I used to do this in the room. Explain to me where you came up with this number. Because maybe I'm missing something. But Philly minus five? Yeah, it's a little telling. But... It has questions on both sides. This mm. tells me that <laughs> if you have Philly power rated the same as the Rams, I mean, the line's the same. So I mean, it shut me up fast. I mean, I, I laid the five in the contest. I didn't bet it, but I laid the five in the circa million with the, with the Rams. And I just thought the Rams were due, even with their offensive line problems, I thought the Rams would have figured out a way to either A, run the football, or B, their defense would slow down. And they did. I mean, Cooper Rush, I was on the under Cooper Rush passing yardage. What I didn't see was a blocked point, a blocked punt, 
and strip sack on the first play of the game and and just the way that the Rams just threw up all over themselves. I mean, if you take away those two scores early in the game, you know, there's a halfway decent shot that the Rams might have won the game. They probably not covered, but they might have won the game. But the Cowboys just are the most complete football team right now. And they're going to pull Cooper Rush. It's going to be super interesting to watch because everyone is saying, well, if Dak is the quarterback in that game, they win the game by double digits easy. I'm like, okay. I mean, you know, maybe that's if possible. Dak, if Dak is in the game this weekend, they win the game by double digits. Yeah, Dak was playing in the game against the Rams on Sunday. That Cooper oh. Rush, Cooper Rush's limited abilities is why the game was even in doubt at all in the fourth quarter. Like it would have been a riot. Really? Yeah. And then so people were saying, like, you know, look at his numbers. He's a manager. This is still Dak's job. Like, stop talking about Cooper Rush being five and oh. It doesn't matter that he's five and oh. Like, he's gonna get replaced the second Dak Prescott's back. He is the quarterback. And that is all well and good. But if Dak plays on Sunday against the Eagles and loses, you better believe there's gonna be a lot of people in Dallas who are gonna be really angry saying Cooper Rush should have been the starting quarterback. If you're Dallas, are you playing Dak this weekend in Philly? Uh, the second Dak Prescott can play, Dak Prescott's going to play. That's been pretty much said out loud by Jerry Jones. That's fine, but I wouldn't. If I wouldn't, no, I me if I if if I'm Mike McCarthy and I know my job is riding on my team's ability to go deep in the postseason, I'm not putting Dak back in. No, I'm playing Cooper Rush. I'm not putting Dak back in until we lose a game. I would agree. If he's healthy or not, I'm going to say you're hurt and you can say whatever you want. I'm not playing you until he loses a game. We've adapted the game plan. We have a guy who knows who he is and knows his limitations and isn't turning the ball over, isn't holding it on too long. He's doing whatever right now he has to do and we ask him to do. Not taking him out. You didn't get Wally Pipp. You're still the starting quarterback, just not right now. But are you the starting quarterback if you are not the starting quarterback? I mean, you're the starting quarterback. It's, they ain't winning the rest of their games. As soon as he loses, it's a sh- I mean, this is Cooper Rush's life right now. Can you afford to gamble with a game in the division against the Eagles? Can you afford yes. to play that game of chicken? If you lose to the Eagles, can you afford to do that? Because head-to-head, you guys yes. might have a head-to-head battle. If you're, you're down 0-2 to the Eagles, you lose both games to them. Why that, does putting Dak back in automatically make it better? When doesn't, the I'm first just, game back, I want Dak starting at home in a game that I feel a little comfortable with. Fair. Myself. Fair. I agree. I wouldn't, I'd play Cooper Rush until, I mean, I just play him. Until the team really bogs down, I just play him. <laughs> but. I mean, Micah Parsons' groin injury is definitely something to monitor this coming weekend for the Eagles. I think that's. I mean, would you give is Mike is Micah Parsons worth a half a half a point? Has he hit that status yet? No. Oh, he has for me. I mean, Why, he's, he's not going to play. He's got a significant groin injury. It's significant. He was really he he played through it, but he was really hampered. So. Once he'll get treatments, he'll, pro- he'll probably play through it again, but he's not going to be healthy. I don't know. The Lions, Lawrence, 
when he put when they put him and Lawrence on the same side, oh, look out. I mean, that's that's unbelievably fun to watch. Cowboys defense is the best defense in the NFL. There's not much of a I, 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 there's not even a question in my mind. Right. So, I mean, play defense, run the football. This is what's so interesting about the way the NFL currently is playing. And it's why scoring is down so much is because teams are saying you can have anything you want from zero to 10 yards. You can't have it. We're not giving you 50 yard plays. We're not giving you over the top. We're not giving you bombs. You're going to have to dink and dunk your way up the field. And if you're not patient enough to do it, good. And it's wild because this shell defense that everyone's playing with two deep, two deep safeties, and they're just not, they're almost playing like a prevent defense. And they're asking their linebackers to step up and cover. And no one can figure out at the moment, you have to run the football and have a really good offensive line and pound the rock, which is exactly what Dallas can do. Um, when I started spreading all this stuff out and slinging it all over the place and stuff, I was in the book going, I don't even recognize this game. Like, it's just, you know, let's, let's score 50. Let's, let's, you know, throw it all over. We're not taking time off the clock, we're running a zillion plays and we're extending our defense. And I mean, so I personally would happen with the Steelers and stuff and, you ask the defense to make too many stops on third down. You ask them to do too much, and they get tired in the fourth quarter. They get overrun. So now what do you do? You go back to old school football. Run the ball, control the clock rather than letting it control you, and keep the other team off the field. you got to keep the ball away from these high-powered offenses. They can score in two minutes or less. So it's fun to see. I, I, I've been literally saying it for eight years. And teams like Dallas are doing it be only because they have to, because Cooper rushes in. They wouldn't be doing this if he was if he wasn't in, you know, running the ball and keeping it close to the vest. All we hear is about Dak and all these wide receivers and stuff. What they were going to do, hand the ball off and run, it's and run point. it well. That's a really good point about the fact that if Dak was in, you would hear C.D. Lamb is making what Dak is making what. Why aren't you oh. throwing? Why aren't you using the weapons? CD would be crying, you know, people would be whining, where's the ball, you know. Right. And, but now it's Pollard and it's Zeke and it's ball control and it's play defense. Yeah. They're forced into it. Oh, look at that hat. Look how great that thing is. Why is that not the permanent Patriot logo? I mean, why is I, that? I have no idea. Because people like marketing and want so, to be okay. So here is he, here is the prevailing thought. Okay, this is from the chat, Dave. This is the prevailing thought that you're hearing a ton. Cooper is mm-hmm. fine for a backup. He's a game manager, not going to make big mistakes. It can win you games behind a really good defense in a solid running game, but that doesn't mean he should be the starter. It's working right now. He's my starter until he loses. Amen. I'm not. I'm not changing anything right now. Until I have to, whether it's, you know, by injury or by you lose Cooper. Listen, Coop, you're doing a hell of a job, but as soon as you lose, you're going to the bench because that's the starter over there right now. Create a quarterback controversy. You're doing it. Proud of you, man. You're going back to the bench. You know, I'll help you get a new contract. You can stay here. Most likely not. Or you can go be a starter somewhere else. But right now, with this guy here, you're the backup. 
you got to have that. This you got to have that talk. I mean, I think he understands it. You think Cooper Rush thinks he's going to be the starting quarterback over Dak Prescott? Uh, I mean, I think he understands the situation. I think he would say, "I've earned the right to play till I lose." I mean, that would be my angle. All like, right. hey, I, I did I lose a game? Did I? I kept the seat warm, but I won every game I played. I mean, this is the best case scenario ever. But if the Cowboys insert Dak and they don't win the division, I mean, people are going to lay this at the feet of Prescott. You're going to say it's if your fault, Dak. Insert, if they insert Dak and he loses this week, he loses this week, they all come after Dak and McCarthy. And Jerry Jones. Right? Yeah. Well, no, Jerry, Jerry told him to do it. They're just doing what Jerry told him. Jerry's paying Dak. He's got to like, get him in a lineup. They won't yeah. come after Jerry. They never come after Jerry. They should have been coming after Jerry for a decade. True. But they'll they'll come. If I'm McCarthy, I'm like, look, Dak, he's won every game. Make sure he knows the stuff in the film room and be ready to go in case he gets hurt. But he's starting, not you. Strange. We'll watch it. It's yeah. going to be a very big talking point this week. I'm going to be consistent, by the way. We'll get to another quarterback conversation in just one second. But okay. how did I lose a plus 20 teaser? I gave your team 20 points yesterday. What happened? Yeah. Nobody could have helped them yesterday. I gave, I gave the Steelers 20 points. 20 points in an NFL football game. I apologize for my phone continuing to buzz, but apparently I got on some list with all of these political, are you voting in this? Are you voting in that? It's all starting. I got on some list. I'm getting nonstop barrages of texts. I got two people knocked on my door. I was like, wow, post COVID, I thought we were killing that. And we're not. We're still going door to door. <laughs> they won't stop. Like, I mean, I'm watching games, guys. Come on, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm watching football. Come on. <laughs> um, the Steelers kick off and the guy fumbles the ball and they recover at the one. I'm like, here we go. Let's go, great. defense. Let's go. First down, we almost get a safety. Boom, here we go. Yes. Just let's let's stop them here, get good field position. We'll start off with a lead. Second play, they go for 99 yards. <laughs> I'm like, Gabriel Davis had a day, today. man. If you had Gabriel Davis on a DFS lineup or, a, or in your fantasy league, you won. <laughs> Gabriel Davis had a day. I was like, that didn't just happen, did it? Yes, it did. Oh, then the Steelers fumbled a kickoff. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, that was 14 nothing. like in the first four minutes of the game. All right, that's a wrap. Papap was yelling something on the other side of the house. Turn the game off. They stink. Here we go. Him. All right. How yeah. are you of the opinion like Pat Pep and the other Steeler fans, do you want your offensive coordinator fired today? I mean, I, I'm not, it's definitely above my pay grade with these jobs and who gets fired and who don't. But I mean, at some point, somebody got to be held accountable for the lack of creativity. It's been the case for years and it was always, oh, well, Ben can't throw it deep. So he's, they've, they've got to adapt. And oh, well, you know, now the offensive line can't block, so they can't run, and they have to do these things. Somebody has to be held accountable. That's all. It's I don't know who. Um, I mean, you know, the buzzards are out. To, you know, they're going after Tomlin again. Canada's the fall guy, maybe. 
I don't know. Everybody wants to fire everybody now. Yeah, Tomlin is unplaced. I mean, Tomlin just doesn't do this. Like he doesn't fire people mid season. They're not knee jerk. These are franchises that will withstand any public heat that comes at them. However, even Mike Tomlin may have to have a, a conversation in the next week or two if things don't turn around. But what's going on? Because you have Pickett, you have Pickens, you have two young players. And are they being utilized the way that they should be getting utilized? And even if you're losing football games, you've got the potential. You see the potential. You see what the offense could be when they mature and they become who they're going to be as professionals in the NFL. You don't see that right now. You don't see a lot of creativity. You don't see a lot of unique play calling. You see a lot of very boring, predictable. They scored three points yesterday in a blowout where the Bills were essentially playing like, you know, off guys like they didn't care it's 31 3 at one point 38 3 I mean, final buffalo's made a couple teams look bad in recent history they made yep. it went out to the rams and did it at the rams and made it 31 10 and this is what the bills are going to do mm-hmm. bills are going to exploit bad teams and punish them to the point where it looks like teams are going to be left wondering geez maybe we need to reevaluate that we're even a football team right now. <laughs> so Seriously, they, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of questions. But what I mean, what the Steelers are doing, they got a young quarterback, they got a young wide receiver in Pickens, they got a young running back in Najee, they got all the skill positions like kind of nailed down. They just got nobody to block the line. None of this exists if you don't have an offensive line. Fair. It doesn't matter. Fair. And like the same thing with the defensive line. If you don't have a good defensive line. Don't matter how good your linebackers and safeties are, you got it. The, the game is built on the line and works out. Mm-hmm. You got to if you can build the line, then you can fill in the positions otherwise and become a good football team quickly. But if you don't have a line, it don't matter how good those guys on the outside are or under center, you don't get good. So I think the Steelers are going to be in for. I mean, like you know, they got Tampa this week, seven and a half point dogs at home. I mean. I just can't. And by the way, Bobby, it's Pittsburgh with an H. It's not Pittsburgh that ends in a G. There's an H on the end of it. If you guys are going to come in the chat, give me the Pittsburgh shit. Spell it right. Okay. <laughs> Please. Thanks, Bobby. I'm just messing with you. Relax. So the Patriots blank the Lions yesterday. Damn you right called, they did. You called it the worst line of the day. Three, three and a half. I bet the Patriots. The Ozmaker's thinking. I made the I laid the three. The second that Bailey Zappi was named the starting quarterback, I bet the three. I was like, okay. How did the not, not move on the Patriots when Zappi was named? Like if Hoyer's playing up half point. It went half a point up. Should have went to four, four and a half. Should have started at five and a half or six. I mean, it's Jared Goff against the Patriot defense on the road in Foxborough. Like this was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Uh-uh. Say it out loud again. Yeah. And they put this guy Pat. in and the middle of the field. It's Pat the Patriot Day. I mean, can we please just go and get rid of flying Elvis and can we please put Pat the Patriot back into existence? Like, I know some Patriot fans are like, it's fine once in a while, but we have massive scar tissue from when that team got destroyed in the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't care. Like, they all say because in 95, they made the swap to the flying Elvis and they went to the Super Bowl in 96 with Parcells. Coincidence. 
And they said, so we make the change. We're flying Elvis. We go lost that Super Bowl too, by the way, lost it to Aaron, to, to Brett Favre and the Packers. So like, you're like, oh, that was 0-1. And, and then they went off and they won the next three. What? Right. What's well, the, anyone they switched, so with, what is the correlation? They switched and they got to the Super Bowl, but they lost. The, this is the this is the Patriot logo here. That is yes, Come that on. is the Patriot logo. Yes, that's one of the best, if not the yes. best, logo in the NFL. I love it. It needs to be brought back. It's so good. It looks so good on television. The uniforms look so good on television. It just pops. It just looks like football. And it it needs to be put back into play. The Patriots need to go back. Robert Kraft needs to get rid of the blue, solid blue uniforms and just go back to the reds because they look so damn good on TV. And and but Bailey Zappi, look, I feel the same way about Bailey Zappi as I do Cooper Rush. Bailey Zappi is the starting quarterback for this team until he loses. Okay, this tweet from Jeff Howe. Bailey Zappi got a jump on the Lions film last Sunday night, showed up Monday and impressed many at Gillette with his early work, prepped all week like the starter, and has become a popular teammate in a short amount of time. You saw it all come together yesterday. They like the kid. Hmm. Mac is on a rookie contract. <sighs> okay. Mac Jones. I, I've just, I said it when he got hurt. Okay. This is the most manly of man sports. I'm not saying Mac Jones can't be a very good quarterback in the NFL for a long time and a good quarterback for the Patriots, but I don't need Mac Jones back anytime soon. I got Bailey Zappi on the road at Cleveland. I'm going to learn a lot about Bailey Zappi this coming weekend. He oh, doesn't boy. do explosive things, but Belichick doesn't really need a quarterback to do explosive things. Oh, be smart. Don't turn the ball over, get into the right play, hit the open right. receivers. Now the Lions defense stinks. Okay. The Lions defense oh, allowed oh. Seattle. It does. Dave Lions defense stinks. It gave up 48 points to the Seattle Seahawks at home. Okay. It stinks. So it's a bad defense. So it's a perfect starting spot for Bailey Zappi. The Browns defense is a hell of a lot better. Is the it? Brown yeah, the Browns have got some legit dudes are going to get after the quarterback that should make you concerned. But Bailey's up his mobility. I mean, he he had Aiden Hutchinson, the second pick in the draft, picking up his jock, came over the came over around the edge, dead to Rikes, and just a little whoop, little move right around him. It was beautiful. I was like, that is the difference between Zappy and Mac Jones. Because Mac Jones see Aiden Hutchinson, he's going in the Tom Brady fetal position. He's going to the ground fast. Zappy's not. So for an offensive line for the Patriots, it's a little bit questionable and not great at pass protection. Zappi gives them something else, gives them a different app. He looks like Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what he looks like to me. And Garoppolo was supposed to be the heir apparent. Oh, but he looks like Jimmy G. Jimmy G's a model in a football uniform. Looked like him, but he, when he played with a quarterback, he played he this like him. when he played for the Patriots, when Brady got suspended and Garoppolo went 2-0 and that year, you know, just before he got hurt and hurt his shoulder. The right. offense that Josh McDaniels was running was very similar to what the Patriots are running right now. Josh had more bootlegs, which I think they will, they will put it in. But Patriot fans have got to admit, Matt Patricia is doing a good job here. Patriot fans don't want to hear that. Oh, they don't want to admit that. They but Matt Patricia is doing a good job here in terms of bringing this kid along yeah. and calling the right yeah. plays and not putting yeah. too much on, on his plate and letting him run. He did a really good job yesterday, again, against a bad defense, but at home, and Bailey Zappi looked comfortable. He looks confident. He looks prepared, which not saying Mac Jones wasn't, but 
He's not throwing the picks that Mac Jones threw against the Ravens, mind you, which is a professional grown-up defense, not like the Lions. But Mac Jones threw three picks in that game against the Ravens. Zappi played very well yesterday and did not make the same mistakes. Yeah. Again, just be careful about making the comparisons between that game and the Lions game because the Lions are undermanned. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're not the Swiss cheese. They have bad. They're bad. I mean, Jeff Akuda is a first round pick. He played. Aiden Hutchinson, first round pick. He played. They're just, I don't care where guys got drafted. That doesn't matter to me. They they don't have an NFL caliber defense as far as uh, I would agree. You know, dogs. They don't have enough dogs. You got to have dogs. Like that coach said, they don't have enough of them. Yeah. All right. No matter what hard knocks did and hyped them up and all this stuff, their defense is bad, bad. Yeah. You're right. They gave up 48 points to Seattle at home. Come on. Can't believe this line was only three. This is one of those ones where I knew it. And if things weren't so, you know, crazy and everything else, this is one of them ones I come out of retirement. And I'm not talking about a title shot. I'm not talking about a title <laughs> shot. I am retired as far as that goes. Okay. But I want to push all in and go, I'm betting the Patriots for all of it. Well, how much? All of it. Here's a bag. <laughs> I wanted to be a bad guy and I knew it. Now, going forward, this is an interesting discussion. Mac is on a rookie contract, like you said. Uh, I mean, Bill don't care. Bill has broken down people, feelings. He don't have them. He's going to tell Mac, starting him. Simple. That just walks out of the room. He don't even have to have the discussion. And the Patriot fans are great. We just want to win. I don't care who's the quarterback. As long as they win, nobody's backing anybody. I need the guys on the field, like you said, to back them. If you tell me Zappy's got the locker room, Zappy's our guy right now. Simple. Done. I'll be very curious. This is going to be a great week. Dogs at Cleveland. (laughs) You think that that line's right? I think that line's right. Revenge game for Jacoby, oh, Jacoby Brissett. Revenge game. Are we going to do this? I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. But it, 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 I'm kidding. it is. No, um, no. Listen, start calling it. So when we hear this shit all week on other shows. <laughs> right. Because we'll be the only people calling it that. So it's the Jacoby Brissett revenge, revenge game. You heard it right here on a BVP. Bill passed over. Bill wanted Garoppolo, not him. He was forced to play when Tom got suspended. <laughs> He's all pissed off. He was the third choice. <laughs> Wants to show Belichick. You're right. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm very nervous about the Patriots' rush defense against Cleveland. And that's a huge problem that Patriots, I mean, Matthew Judon is playing. Right now, he could he's in the conversation for the player of the year, defensive player of the year. I mean, obviously, we'd go number to Michael nine. Parsons. Red Sleeves is playing his tail off. He's number he is, nine, right? Yeah, he's just, I mean. I love that guy. He's got. He's the first Patriot player ever to have a sack in the first five games of a season. Andre Tippett never did it. No one else has ever done it. Four, the start of the year going four was Tippett. He broke it this week where he got. Jared Goff. 
He's Judon is just a, I mean, one of the best free agent signings Belichick's ever made defensively is to take him from the Ravens. And the Ravens defense can't stop a nosebleed. I mean, they're just brutal. They need a Matthew Judon desperately. <laughs> I love, I love them. I don't know why. I just, I love like good defensive ends. Always have since I was a little kid. Elsie Greenwood was number 68 for the Steelers and he had the coolest gold shoes and he knocked on my door looking for Jack Ooh. Cam's house next door and he had a full length mink coat on. And ever since then, <laughs> I thought he was one of the coolest guys ever. And I was just like, next door, Mr. Greenwood. And since then, I love sack guys. I just love guys that just in Judon and his number nine. I said one of my first other jerseys than a Steeler jersey or anything Pittsburgh was a Patriots red Craig James jersey. Oh, 32. 32. Um, we had a Super Bowl party and I wore that jersey. In 86? Yeah. I was oh, that 15. Was, that, that, was, that was a sad day. <laughs> that, that was a sad party. Everyone at the party had the Bears. And I was running around saying, oh, the Patriots are going to, they could win. They're going to cover. The, what was the closing line? 15, 14? And that came? Uh, I have to go back. And look. It was a bad bet. Yeah, it was like the Steelers against the Bills yesterday. It was bad. They got bad. annihilated. That was not even – I remember watching the first quarter and I went, okay, we're dead. Like, <laughs> we'll never win a championship. I had all the friends at the house. It was the first Super Bowl party. My mom and dad said, you guys can have a Super Bowl party. We did a block pool. Wow. Everybody was 15 years old or less. My brothers invited their friends. We had little kids running around. The person that won the block pool won a uh, – remember those Coleco um, – Games, handheld games, you used to hold beep, 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 like the football game. Oh, yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We gave away, we sold them at my dad's store. So we gave away a uh, football one and a basketball one. Whoa. Uh, halftime was, halftime winner got the basketball one and the, the big, the big winner won the football one. So. Very cool. Sherapan's house was a, was a big deal back then. It was a, hey, you got invited to the Super Bowl party. Then they won, won the next year. and. We uh, we didn't do it. But it was fun. <laughs> Patriot stuff is still near and dear to my heart. I think I might I might be in the market if this continues for one of those red Patriot jerseys. That Judon jersey, is sweet. That red jersey, red, red sleeves is. I mean, he's I, 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 oh. Judon's so fun. So the Packers go to London. Maybe the most surprising loss of the entire weekend was the Packers losing outright to the to the uh, New York Giants, who are four and one. Brian Dabble doing an amazing job with this team, but Aaron Rodgers is not happy with his team. They were talking in, in the locker room. The defense was saying that they're not worried about what's currently going on. And Rodgers is not feeling it. He's mad, mad. I didn't see one play in this game. I just saw the highlights. It was, I mean, look, I'm going to give the Giants a lot of credit. They're running an offense that is like we've talked about. Daniel Jones is an absolute weapon running the football. And Saquon is running hard when he gets the football. And he's become a weapon out of the backfield. Had a big, like a 50-yard pass play. Uh. I mean, this Giants team, defensively, they're not unbelievable, but they're good enough. 
would have said that you shouldn't draft a running back in the beginning of the draft. All them people that were been talking bad about Saquon and I mean they were the right Giants in the first part of his career. That poor guy Gettleman that got fired. Yep. You know to put all this team together and stuff. Where are those people at now? I'm just I'm just curious because the New York people like to come at you when they're up front and they're winning and all this other stuff, and they love. They don't like it. They love, love it to come after you when you're down mm. and when you're losing. So they'll back you when you're winning. That's great. But, man, they come after you quick. And they're doing it with all the same people, all the same people personnel-wise. And Sterling Shepard is out. Like they don't, I don't even know. I can't name one wide receiver on that team off the top of my head without looking. I cannot mm-hmm. name one wide receiver on that team. Mm-hmm. And they're four and one because they changed the coach. Saquon's healthy, changes everything, changes everything on offense. As long but as he stays what? healthy. As long as he stays healthy, yes. But needs to stay healthy. That defense is pretty decent, too. Like they've made some good decisions. And listen, they're four and one. I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. Honestly, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. They got to beat Dallas and they got to beat the Eagles. There's all three teams that the other, you know, wild cards both coming from the NFC East. Yeah. So just so you guys know, the starting receivers right now for the, for the Giants are David Sills, Richie James, and Marcus Johnson. Sounds like a band, a boy band. <laughs> who did you say, David, Richie, and who? <laughs> Gary. Uh, no, sorry, Marcus. David, Richie, and Marcus. Who's on the base? Let's go. Darius Slayton's on the base. <laughs> Whatever. Let, I mean, come on. That's, that's Bad. crazy. No, it's crazy. Talk. I mean, it's Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. That's the offense. Running the ball. I, I mean, I love the ability of a coach, especially his first year, to go in, assess the situation, know what you have, and have success because you cater what you do to what you have. It's exactly what he's doing, right? Putting yeah, these guys in a position to succeed. But he's, he, not I mean, he's trying taking, to say, I run this offense. You guys got to learn my right. offense. So I'm going to come in and see what you guys do best, and I'm going to do what we need to do to make you guys shine. Just so coaching. everyone knows, to, yeah, just so everyone knows, next time you want to hammer the Belichick coaching tree. You got a problem on your hands because Brian Dabble's a pretty damn good coach. <laughs> so he's been good. He went from the Patriots to Nick Saban. How's everything always cycle back to this Belichick? <laughs> just pointing it out. It is just pointing it out. That's where you got to start. Oh! Brian Dabble's a Boston dude. Okay. That was one. He's a Boston guy with the Patriots, went to Nick Saban, went to Alabama, went to the Bills, and now went to the Giants. But he started with Belichick. So wow, it's a hell of a, it's a hell oh, he's of learned some really good path. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's learned some really good coaches. He's had some. I mean, he had Josh Allen, obviously. So he had a quarterback that's not. I mean, I'm not saying Daniel Jones is as good as Josh Allen, but a similar skill set in terms of the ability to run, and so the offensive play calling and the way he's conducting himself. He's, I mean, Daniel Jones is playing incredible football right now. Really, really good football. Mm-hmm. And they go to London and they beat the Packers. A lot of, a lot of guys got bounced from their survivor pools <laughs> with that loss. 
that was not a that was not a surprise. That was not a very good good loss for, for Green Bay Packers. Right. So watch watch the locker room chemistry with the younger players and the older Rodgers. There might be a disconnect there coming between the two. So they got a they got they have a layup coming up this weekend. So if they don't. Whoa 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 wait 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 who do they play? Um, hold on. Now I'm Did you just call this team a layup? Yeah, the Packers are playing uh, the Jets. Look yeah. at the screen, Matthew. Oh, sorry, the Jets. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking around. Look at the screen. Where am I looking at the screen? Oh, your hat. My hat. Okay, okay they're playing the Jets. Yeah. So, the, the, I mean, this is a game they have to win. Home versus People the Jets. Watching the show. Hit the like button, please, while you're here. Matthew is busy doing. He's got 18 screens up right now. He's got eight. Uh, I would. I bet you. You worry about no, my hat 10. changes. I have ten. Up at the moment. The 19. number was 12 and a half over yeah, minus. I, I have 10 going. All right. Tonight, Monday night football, Las Vegas Raiders. I, I'm a little bummed because like if the Raiders were good, if they, if they, if they were two and two instead of one and three, one game. Yeah. I think this game would, this game would be, a, would be like, we'll all be, I'll be going to the strip tonight. G2E is in town. We'll talk about that later, but you know, G2E is here and like everyone's in town and like, this would be like a big, like watch party night. This would be a big like hype, but like, this is kind of, this feels like leading the, the prized hog to the slaughter tonight. Give the Raiders any shot. Uh, Raider fans will be insufferable if they win. I can't take it. I can't see. I mean, why not? Anything can happen, but I I don't think so. I think Kansas City is going to score. Team total, Kansas City over. 30 and a half over? Really? It's going to be close to that number. Yeah. I think they could score four. I don't think they'll have the possessions to do it. Well, they could score 27. They're scoring three touchdowns and a field goal. 24 minimum. Yep. I agree. If the Raiders get a turnover, something in the red zone or. They miss a kick, okay. But I mean, 24 is minimum score. So there's a total lot more numbers that are over than. Yeah. What, what is, why is seven and a half the buy point? And it's back down to seven now. So what, what, what is the, the pros like the seven and a half hook for whatever reason? When it, when they, when, whenever book goes to seven and a half, they're, they're betting it straight back down to seven. See what happened in the Minnesota Chicago game yesterday? Yeah, it's the Vikings. Division Jeez. games. Okay. Division yeah. games are weird, man. There's yeah. there's value. People will find value in the Raiders plus seven and a half. I do too. I mean, I find value in it. I I, I think I think if you That's can find a seven saying. and a half, it's, yeah. they can, it, it, it's there's no dispute. I mean, the number's powerful. It's it's not three, but it's close. Seven is seven might become the new three. I think 27-20 is a really positive. I, I think this is a 27-20 that's a game. Good, that's a good score. That's a good number. That's what I think this game is. You know, is. on FanDuel, you can bet the exact score. Yep. You can bet 27 to 20 is 150 to 1 probably. How about right the now. guy who had the exact score in the game against London and the Giants took a safety? He had a plus 18,000. Plus 18,000. $10 Wait. bet. 18,000? So he was winning $180,000 for a $10 bet? Um, I think that's right. Yeah, 96000 I think it was. Something for like $10? Yep. And he had it until the safety? <laughs> and then FanDuel publicized it. <laughs> Put it on Twitter. 
What do you call that kick in the balls thing? <laughs> the donkey kick to the nuts. <laughs> a donkey kick to the nuts. That is a double donkey kick to the nuts right there. I mean, you can't be that close. I mean, that's oh, the that's... one you can't even explain. Because it's not you, you just, they had to do it because they could they couldn't manage the clock properly. They didn't want to give the ball back to Rogers. So they were so desperate not to get a strip sack touchdown that they said, fine, we'll take a safety so we can punt it back to you guys. <laughs> Don't have to worry about a strip sack fumble. <laughs> so the final score went from being 27 to 20 to 27 to 22. Which I believe was scoragami. I think it was a scoragami. I'm, I'm mad about it myself now. Yeah, that's terrible. Terrible. But yes, you can you can bet exact scores if you would like. I think I think I think seven's the number. I think Chiefs win by seven, and the game goes under. Well, you go under. I think I think we're going under 52, 51 and a half. Yeah. Under team total Chiefs. Man, betting under is just not for the faint of heart right now in the NFL. I, I just I saw the scores yesterday early and I'm like it's coming man, to life. I, yeah. First the early scores were really I mean, I was on the under for the Jets and the Dolphins. I was dead at halftime. So like we've seen a lot of the early run of unders. It's definitely people made the people somebody I forget me with Dan Orlovsky made this point on ESPN. I thought it was pretty accurate when he was saying we don't play preseason football anymore. So September is being treated like preseason football. It's so October, it's weird. So October now is when the offenses come to life. That these teams are now full strength. Their legs are there. They've been hit. They're broken in, and now you're seeing the offenses go to work. I've said also for a long time and uh, I see, you know, some guys and stuff start to use it, but I mean, friends don't let friends bet the unders in the NFL. You really want to be a friend. Just say no, just kind of put a pause up. So I'm your friend. I'd tell you, I'd be, I'd be cautious about betting this game under. What if the Raiders score 17? If they score 20, you can still stay under with 27. But anything more than 27 will push you over. Did the Raiders get 20 points tonight? No. Well, then you should lean under. I don't think that they do. I, I, I think Derek Carr is going to get blasted tonight. I don't, think, I don't think the Raiders offensive line can protect them. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. That's it's just. I don't know. I I think the Raiders can score, and I think if it, this is one of those ones too, I thought, well, if there's Kansas City gets a big lead, then the Raiders can have a couple series where they're scoring, maybe. but maybe not. I don't know. We'll maybe see not. on that. All right, let's whip through some baseball here fast. Um, yep. man. The Mets, they get bounced. Everyone's playing Timmy Trumpets for taps on the Mets. Padres move on to a plus 182 series against the Dodgers. Does it make it more or less likely with the Mets getting blanked in a, in yeah. a playoff game with one hit that Aaron Judge is wearing New York blue next year? 
It's too soon for this talk. What are you asking me these questions about next year with Aaron Judge for? Don't ask me these questions. What do you think about that? Because I think he goes, I think absolutely it motivates them to open up the banks even more. Stephen Cohen's going to even pay more, even more to go get an offensive weapon. They need a bat, another bat desperately. (sighs) Sometimes the other guy's just better. Like sometimes the other guy pitching is just better than your bats. Musgrove, Musgrove was so good last night that Buck called timeout and said, go check that man's ears. Why were his ears so red and shiny? I don't know. Some guys, when they're not used to the cold, like your ears do. Oh, you're do your ear, does any you, part of your body you get stop, red? Will you please stop it. Will you please stop it? You know what he was doing. Come on. Are you implying that he had stuff on his ears? He had stuff. I believe the prevailing opinion is that he put red hot on his ears as a pitcher. It's a technique that pitchers will do it to keep them in the in focused on the game. It's not a foreign substance to make. It's not a foreign substance to make the ball do anything. It's to jack you up. Your ears burn the entire game. You his ears are never. What? You believe that shit? Hundred percent. From Major League Baseball players, that's from a Major League Baseball player. That's prevailing opinion from former players. That's what he did. He took Ben Gay and put Ben Gay on his ears. That's why his ears were red. That's why his ears were shiny. It's not illegal to do it. Brother Dan is in the chat right now. You can ask him. I used to cake on Icy Hot when I pitched. To where? I used to cake it on. Where, though? What part of your body? So. I mean, that's kind of personal, but oh, I talked down about there stuff on the thing, but uh, no, there? I didn't put it down there. Oh, no, 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 no. We did that stuff to the guys in the locker room. Yeah. That's a hockey team. We, that, we that's put a, it in the yeah. jock, and light them up. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. So bad. No, no, no. I so used mean. to put it on my shoulder. Okay. I used to put it all on my shoulder in the back of my arm. And then brother Dan would stretch my arm out like this. Like he did this thing. It was great. Miyagi. But it would get me super loose. And mm-hmm. I loved to sweat more than like, Literally felt like I was warmed up. I was warm. You're telling me that Joe Musgrove had to put icy hot on his ears, red hot? Are you nuts? Come on. It's the prevailing thought that that's what that was. It was not, his ears didn't look human. That was not cold. It was not that cold last night. (laughs) You get that when it's like negative five degrees outside, like it was 50. Oh, I hate that. I hated the cold so much. I used to get my nose used to get red as hell. I used to hate it. God almighty. I hate it. That that was a technique right here. That was a technique to get him fired up to getting, and he was fired up. I mean, he basically flipped off the whole Met bench. Did you see him do this? this? Uh Yeah. He struck him out here. Smell that. Yeah. It smelled good. Yeah. Joe Musgrove was a pirate too, man. Oh man. I like Joe. Um, any shot in a five-game series against the Dodgers? For who? The Padres. Hell yeah, they got a shot. Worth the bet? Any shot? Worth the bet? Who's going game one for the Dodgers? Put this on. Have they announced it yet? Ain't that ironic? They got a series <laughs> that they've been sitting on and know the starting date. Why announce it? They don't they have, have it announced. But why would they allow anyone to get a jump on him? I wouldn't do it either. 
Padres haven't announced it yet either for Wednesday. Uh, oh, oh no, sorry, they have Clevenger for Tuesday. Yeah, Clevenger. Clevenger starts game yeah. one. Dodgers haven't announced game game one yet. Seattle yeah, sure. hasn't announced their starter yet either against Verlander. Well, to try to figure out that that's an interesting situation in Seattle. We'll get to that in a second. So the Dodgers are not named a starter. The Padres said, you know, Clevenger, go out there and do your thing. We can try to steal that one. We come back in two with Darvish, three with Snell, and red ears Joe Musgrove in game four. Hell yeah, they got a shot. Hell yeah, the Padres got a shot. It could happen. You don't think it could happen? Yes, absolutely could happen. Dodgers are primed to lose. Prime to get beat. Especially in a short series, too. Uh, Phillies win five-game series is the best. This is, you know how, is it the wild card round? No, it's the divisional round in the NFL. It's the best playoff round. Yeah, this five it's all good teams for the yeah, most right. part, right? Yeah, right. That's this round in baseball. These should be seven games. These should be seven game series. But I think a five gamer gives the dog more to more of a chance. No question. That's so. why I'm surprised by some of these prices are minus two dollars. Yeah, dogs are more of a shot. Uh, Phillies win both in St. Louis. They get the Braves now. They're plus one fifty eight. On the dog, Philadelphia back as a wildcard team for the first time. They win two games. They're taking the interim tag off their manager. Everything's glorious in Philadelphia right now. That is a horrific clash with your sweatshirt and that Phillies hat. Oh, my gosh. Ignore the sweatshirt today. I had to keep the, 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 the city connect on. I cannot continue to just change clothes while I'm doing this. Changing the hats is hard <laughs> enough. All right. I told the people, bet the over at the beginning of the show. The fat P. Old school. Back, baby. Mike's right there. I see that, and all I think about is Mike Schmidt. That's all I see is Mike Schmidt. Good call. I do the show at Irizarry, and he says, you know, or or Stryker. Stryker said, oh, you were you remind me of Greg Lazinski. So what did you say Greg Lazinski for? Greg Lazinski had that big-ass glasses and was a big, fat guy. Don't give me that. <laughs> wanna be, I want to be Mike Schmidt. I don't have the mustache, but, you know, I mean, I'd have even settled for Larry Boa. Ooh. Oh. Or 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 – not Rose. Rose and as a Philly we had that goofy ass hair, but I like yeah, the Braves. The Phillies. I, like the, I like the Braves in this series. Do you? Mm-hmm. Why? I like that they're rested. I like that they didn't have to go take on. I just like they can line everything up. Battle tested. <sighs> How's this one? The old school Braves. Phillies are a fun team, though. I'm happy for the Phillies. I think that they're, that step is a big step for them to win a series, to go on the road, to beat the Cardinals in that way. It's a big step for them. Big step. They ain't done stepping. I Thank think you. they can win, too. Okay. I mean, they go Suarez in game one, and they come back with Wheeler Nola. Did you see those guys dealing? They're great. I mean, I would Kyle. argue right now that they're starting pitching – with those two at the top is equal to the Braves starting pitching. Yeah, but they're throwing it's the bullpen I mean, that's going to decide this series, and the Braves have a decided edge in the bullpen. Damn, you think Ranger Suarez is on par with Max Freed? No, not in so game that's what one. I mean. So that's game one to Atlanta, and then you have Zach Wheeler against Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright's twenty-one and five with a three-point-one-nine ERA and a one-point-one oh, WHIP at home. The dude is unhittable. He's a beast. I mean, I just, I, I just think the pitching matchup. I, I think it goes 2-0 Atlanta, and then they got to win one game in Philadelphia, and that's it. 
What if they Braves don't win either game in Philadelphia? They may not have to. Then they go come on the uh, game come five. Back with the, they throw Max Fried. Then they come game, back with the, with Freed in game Freed five. In game five. Philly's got to go with this Ranger Suarez. Suarez. So that's what I mean. I just I just think the Braves are winning this. I think the Braves are winning the series in five. Just like that. Yep. Guardians. Back to back shutouts. Up against the the Rays, including a fifteen inning affair. You got the Yankees. I thought shouldn't this number be bigger than plus one eighty two? This feels short. What should it be? I mean, over two dollars on this. Who's pitching game two? Four. Yankees. Well, you have game one, it's Garrett Cole. Game two is Nestor Cortez against okay. Shane Beamer. You know, yeah. Um, Bieber's, I'm not debating Bieber's tremendous, but Bieber can be hit. Bieber can be hit. He's better on the road, though. We get Bieber on the road. Yeah, Bieber's 2.65 ERA on the road, 3.22 at home. Yeah. Opposing batting average is pretty much the same, a little lower at home, but more home runs given up on the road. 11 home runs given up on the road at Yankee Stadium. That's bad news with that porch and right. So I got to put the Yankee hat on. Hmm. God, Yankee hat on. 10 hats today. My God. Told you the baseball playoffs. It's an off day today, <laughs> but I broke them all out. I'm ready to go. I don't right. have one hat. There's one okay. team left that I don't have um, because, you know, the only one that I have is doesn't, they don't wear that hat no more. So I never got a new one that the, the chief Wahoos was canceled. So guardians, I don't okay. have, yeah, I don't have, I don't have the new yeah. one. I can't wear um, Washington's hat either. I've got Washington's football hat over there. I can't wear that either. <laughs> it's going to come back. Those are classic hats. There's nothing personal. I just, I love the chief Wahoo hat, but, you know, I don't want to get in a fight when I would go outside. What are you wearing that hat for? I, because I just like it. I was in the movie Major League. Like, leave mm-hmm. me alone. Yes. Um, you got Bieber, and you got this is Ken- this is the series, right? If you get the if you get the Guardians to beat the Yankees, <laughs> you're in you're in good Say- shape, right? Say it one time. Yeah, one more time. Right. This we is- got past. We scored three runs in 24 innings. And I went with the we for the Guardians. We got three runs in 24 innings of baseball and won, won them both, both games. With a with a guy walking up to the plate that doesn't speak English that walks up to the plate to SpongeBob Bang. SquarePants and smacked it to left. A real-life Pedro Serrano moment. It was a real-life Pedro Serrano moment. I was so excited. I was the only one home in the house. (laughs) I scared the shit out of the dog. I was like, "Ah!" it was very exciting. Had had them in the game. Mikey, awesome. You got to clip that. (laughs) Had them in the series. (laughs) That's that's our new meme. (laughs) I was very excited. So I'm trying to stay calm on the off day, but let's okay. let me hear you, Cleveland, one more time. Against All right. The and then one more Mariners get past the Jays, Seattle under I the Astros explain. plus 186. I mean, my God, the Jays. Yikes. I, I, oh, boy. I, listen, that collapse was something else. I watched, <laughs> I didn't watch much baseball. I watched every damn minute of that. 
that was a car. It was a slow moving car wreck. And then they had a, they had a wreck in the outfield where I thought Bobochet's arm might be amputated. Full that was something else. After the Cleveland game, I was exhausted and I had to get out. I just had to go. Some people were in town. I said, yeah, come say hello. So I was out and I get a text from you <laughs> that says, Toronto's having a complete meltdown right no, now. I said, I, I, said, like I, said the, I said the Blue Jays just had a complete disaster. Is right. That was the word. <laughs> yes. That was the words. Yes. And I was like, wait a second. They were winning like 6-1 or when I left. 8-1. What could this be? So <laughs> I checked the score and I'm like, oh my God, it's tied. So. Oh, 9-1. No, it was 9-1. Yeah, it was 9-1. It was 9-1. I know it was 8-1 at one point. Yeah. And then it was not, was it nine? They lost 10 9. Yeah, they lost 10 to 9. Right. I mean, how Um, in the whole, that was one of those moments. If if that was when, as the Red Sox 10 year old in me, the baseball fan that was 10 years old, I went, that was us. That's what we would have done. You blow a 9 1 lead because the Red Sox would do that all the time. In a postseason, you blow a 9 1 lead, bases loaded, flare to center, charging center fielder. Shortstop's going out full speed, bang, huge collision, ball drops in between, everyone scores, everyone's safe. And they blow the game in the, in the eighth inning and lose the game 10-9. How could it be? I mean, I see the highlights later. I'm looking at the box score and I'm like, this, 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 how did this go down? Again, I'm watching it again, again. I didn't even put the Tampa or the Toronto hat in the pile today. I said, I can't do it. I I, I just feel. Is there can't. a more cursed city than Toronto right now? Maple Leafs can't close three Oh leads to save their lives. Hockey <laughs> season starts this week. What do you enjoy? Do it? Enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're talking about the ultimate Lucy with the football. That whole damn city is Lucy with the football. Whenever they get all excited on your ass, boom, oh. smack for Toronto. I mean, they got the Raptors that one time. So congratulations. You got that one run. You know, that, that, that's great. It was, it, was, it was the one time Kawhi gave that to you and then Kawhi left. So he, he got Canadian you on the Thanksgiving job. today. Is it Is really? It Canadian? Yes, it's Canadian. Well, so sports fans Canadian. in Toronto, what the fuck are you thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> like what? What are you thankful for today in Toronto? I'm thankful for the Maple Leafs. Oh, they suck. Oh, I'm thankful for the Blue Jays. They choke. What are you thankful for? The Raptors. Oh, Kawhi left. Okay. What, what, they, seriously, of all the North American sports cities right now, what, Toronto is the most cursed of them all. And I could feel for, I mean, I felt bad for Blue Jay fans. I'm watching this going like, man, that was, a, that was the Red Sox for the longest time. That was the Red Sox. All the hype, all the preseason, you spend all the money. You got these draft picks. You got these great names. You got MVP candidates. Okay, got that nice all, jacket. They it, give the guy the jacket yeah, when they, everything's when they everything's the rolling for you, right? You great April, good June. You think everything's great. Get to the postseason. You have home field in a three-game series. Yes, oh, sir. We lost game one. Ah, shoot. Okay, yeah. We're up nine-one. We're gonna force a game three. We're all we good. It. Check it out, right? We're all good. Come here on Sunday. Lucy with the football. <laughs> and you're on your ass. Yep. Bang. Mikey, awesome. Get that noise. Get that noise right there. 
that's, that's what you're that's what happened to toronto and you're like wait a minute it's 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 nine nine how is it nine nine wait what <laughs> bow got hurt center fielders hurt i mean bad bad collision springers out springers, springers like out you know, i mean springers out out like laid out he's out bad bad luckily both oh. my guys didn't get seriously hurt ball lands in between them like a cartoon like a you know roadrunner cartoon Oh. Everyone scores. <laughs> Frazier's running at first like his hair's on fire. He's running the ball. I don't know how he knew that thing was going to drop, but he knew it was going to drop. He didn't know that Bichette was going to lay out Springer and somebody was going to have to go run and get the ball. And he kept, he scored from first base on a shallow pop to shallow, right over second base center field. This can only happen to teams like the Blue Jays. Well, no, it used to only happen to the Red Sox and the Cubs. But now the mantle goes to the Blue Jays. Now now that mantle goes to them. Like Toronto, now you need to find what what happened. Where's What are you going to blame? Because Red Sox fans and and Cub fans, they couldn't just deal with the fact that your team stunk. So that had to be a curse. So there was a black cat or there was a Billy goat or there was Babe Ruth. You know, we have to create all these different. So now Toronto needs to go find, you know, where are you going to exercise the ghost? Can't just, your team's not just bad. Fans don't accept that when your team's just as bad. You got to actually like blame something supernatural. So like, what's the curse? Who did what? Somebody, <laughs> somebody did something that caused Toronto to lose. Voodoo doll. Who are we going to blame? You, you, gotta blame you, you just can't blame bad baseball. Like, you got to blame somebody. Like that's going to happen. You blame the Maple Leafs. You know, blame hockey practice. Oh, Terrell started practicing. That's why the Blue Jays sucked. Maple Leafs need to stop practicing when baseball is going on. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's going to be Canadian Thanksgiving. I mean, I can't even believe you just did that. We've got a lot of people listening up in Canada. We love you. I just met Marco from Toronto. We, we do love you. Yes. Vegas is like the, I mean, like the home away from home for Canadians. Don't blame them. They like to come here. Yeah, Get the hell out of there. The weather's nice. We'll come here for the winter. Well, thank you. Yeah. I worked with a Canadian for two years doing radio. I know all about Canadians. Western I work Canada. with Cabe and Cam every day. Yeah, there you go. Cam's <laughs> not even working today. Oh, Cam taking off for Canadian Thanksgiving. Don't blame him. <laughs> doesn't want to talk about it. Doesn't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it. He didn't want to talk about it. Not today. Ultimate Lucy with the football. That's the new, the new cursed city. It's been, the mantle has now been moved. It moves around from time to time, but now it firmly sits in Toronto. <laughs> Citywide curse. <laughs> oh, the chat's amazing. Connor Winsky said that at least they'll always have curling. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> fun sport. <laughs> fun sport. <laughs> Drinking man. Hurry it's, hard. It's hurry it's the, hard. Yeah, it's, it's it's the cold man's bowling. So you know, it 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 it, it, Stop. it is. Rich, please. These people like the show. <laughs> Stop, please. I like, I like them too. But hockey season coming up. They know We're have people in the chat, from and they know the great north. Yes, and they know. They 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 all know. All, all all Toronto people, they all know. All Canadian fans, they all know. Zimbabwe voodoo. Jeez, Akbar just came in and said it's Zimbabwe voodoo. I don't even know what that means. Don't know. But if you're but like if you're from Montreal, you look at Toronto, you're like, oh yeah, they're fucked. Like you know it, like you just know it. Canadians got the worst <laughs> hockey team in the league right now. They do, but I mean, if you're from Montreal, you, you you sit there and talk about the Bell Center in the middle of June. So that's all you do is Bell Center. We Bell talked Center, about Bell it last week briefly. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the 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 number one prospect for the NBA 
mm-hmm. and the level of tanking that's going to go on. They got some kid. I just, I, I just actually read about him yesterday. It's, it's not going to be. Um, there's four teams going after the number one pick to get this kid. We'll do. I, I got a request over the weekend for us to do, and we're going to do it tomorrow and Wednesday. Um, our favorite NHL season win totals. That's oh for tomorrow. I was gonna, I was gonna tell you that okay. later, but three. I'll do three. You can do three teams that we like, but. Yeah, there's a kid, and I forget the kid's name, but I just I literally over the weekend, I just started my, my hockey prep over the weekend, and there's four teams are all going to tank for this kid. I'm going to have to learn how to pronounce it because we're going to be saying it literally forever all yeah. season. But the NHL is having McDavid the type same thing. There's an NHL prospect that's being compared to Wayne Gretzky. Yep. It's literally the next Gretzky, the next Lemieux, the next Crosby. He's been anointed that. So we're going to see the tanking on the NHL level at the bottom the yeah. same way we're going to see it at the at the NBA level. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. Toronto won't be in that discussion. Montreal no. will. <laughs> Montreal will absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, um, one quick stat, and then we'll let Sports Grid go. This is just the, this is just the state of baseball. Okay. Yep. In, in that fifteen inning game, okay, it took place uh-huh. between the Rays and the Guardians. Uh huh. Fifteen innings. Uh-huh. Do you see how many strikeouts were in that game? I think guys were swinging with their eyes closed. I I, 30, I literally was like, what is he even trying? He don't even know his eyes aren't open. 39 strikeouts. In one game? In combined Tampa and Cleveland combined for 39 strikeouts. In 1934, Whew, Lou, Lou Gehrig hit 49 home runs and struck out 31 times in the entire season. Oh, Tampa and Cleveland he played all game. Lou Gehrig didn't miss a game, right? So he played didn't miss a single 154 game schedule. Played every freaking game. <laughs> struck out 30. He oh struck out 31 times and had 49 home runs. Tampa and Cleveland had one home run and struck out 39 times combined. <laughs> I love baseball. That's a tremendous number. That's fantastic. How about there's no that? shame in striking out anymore? It's not embarrassing, care. is that you remember striking and playing baseball? Yeah, it sucked. It was awful. Three strikes, you walked back to the dugout with your head down. It's the worst way. No contact Absolutely. was the worst. Not making contact at the plate was awful. It was one of the worst things ever. And then yeah. the boys would all give you trash, like on the way in, you're chirping, everybody's talking. Oh, nice at bat. Nice at bat. You know, you never wanted to strike out. I was making contact when I went up to that plate. Of course. And if you got caught looking. Because if you're a pitcher, you you got caught looking. The pitcher, the pitcher got you. Like, I got you. You you have you can't say nothing back to that. That's you sit down. That personal. Yeah, of right. course. It, you it, it, it was strike three. The dude behind you screaming, ah, son of a bitch. You got the umpire ringing you up. You know, going strike three, doing the whole like punch out, and you got to put the bat on your on, on your shoulder and walk back with your head down. There is no shame in it anymore. None. Thirty nine strikeouts in a game, fifteen in a game, but I mean, it's ninety outs. There were nine. Well, there was only eighty seven because they didn't get no outs in the bottom of the fifteen. Right. But that's eighty seven outs. Almost half of them were strikeouts. Multiple yeah. pitchers. I'm I'm not even kidding. 
I was watching the game and I at one point said out loud to the dog because it was just me and a dog at home. But the dog <laughs> likes baseball. So Good. Charlie likes baseball. It's nice. nice. Um, I said, what are they looking at? They're obviously swinging with their eyes closed. She didn't answer, but yeah. I was right. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Sports great. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you coming up tomorrow for another replay for us, for you guys live on Twitter and on YouTube. Stick around audio as well here for BVB. All right, let's blow through a couple of these quick ones. Omaha steak, searing hot take of the day. Two guys hit two big parlays from us on Friday, breaking down games. Both of them bought the meat. So I very much appreciate that for you guys. We're doing that. One guy hit a $500 parlay. Another guy hit a $300 parlay. Turned right around, bought 150 bucks worth of meat. Appreciate that. BVB checkout, semi-annual sale right now at omahsteaks.com. BVB at at the checkout gets you 30 bucks off the entire order for that promo code going on right now. BVB. Do you know the 50 cent song, Many Men? Uh, not by name, but I guarantee as soon as I hear it, I do. Many Men Wish Death Upon Me. Oh, yeah. Brian yes. Robinson of the Washington Commanders got shot a month ago. He did. That's right. Someone tried that. to take him out. Yesterday, he's playing in a football game. The month, a month later, they're doing intros in the game. This dude comes out to many men. <laughs> he, he runs onto the field with this blaring My man in the stadium. This was the baddest. This was the coolest. I did mean, you, did, does the link in the rundown have the link to the video? It will have the link to this tweet to the commanders that has a video of it. Yes. Okay. All right. Because you know what I'm doing as soon as we hang this up with this call. 100%. You got to watch this. This is immediately watching. Like chills type stuff. Like you walk up. Oh, I got chills just listening to you talk about. Many men wish death upon me. I mean, just like, are you kidding me? Like so bleeping good for Brian Robinson Jr. To come back in, and he got and he got the the lion's share of the work yesterday. Comes right back in, boom! He was giving the football. I mean, like they, they used him a ton. Now Carson Wentz blows, so Carson Wentz can't do jack to win a football game. Had four shots from the two yard line to win the game. Couldn't do that. It was a pick because he's Carson Wentz. But spoiling what this guy did and spoiling the game that should have been won by the Commanders. Spoiling a, a winning week for me in the circa. Sounds on top of like that, somebody you would a ticket on a Commanders. I didn't bet it. Off. I picked it in the circa, so I didn't bet it. But it was still right. like I was furious at that pick. But that mad is mad. the coolest. Mad mad. I was mad mad. That's the coolest thing I saw yesterday. Hundred percent. That's the coolest thing. Brian Robinson coming in with an intro to Many Men, the Fifty Cent song, <laughs> and they let him do it too, which is even better. I was like, Bravo, and the Commanders are saying, you know what? When I'm coming in, I'm coming in to Many Men. Let's go. I got shot. Someone tried to take me out. <laughs> Let's go. You remember when uh, Jim Valvano gave his speech at the ESPYs and he goes, oh, this guy's giving me the signal 30 seconds. I'm yeah. my own, you know, like yeah. he's yeah. like, he's <laughs> going to tell me of, what to do right now. Cancer. This guy's going to do yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Right. This guy says, I'm coming out to 50, you know, 50, <laughs> uh, this song, many men, somebody's going to go, uh, wait, uh, Man, I just got shot, and I'm coming out to play an NFL game. I'm coming out to whatever music I want. Um, Mom you know what? was He's there right. in the crowd. His parents were there. Mom was there watching him. First game. Unbelievable moment. Unbelievable that's, that's, moment yesterday. That's, 
That's Phenomenal. some cool shit right there. Like uh, we'll skip the props.com story of the day. It doesn't really matter. It was about G2E, but we all know what G2E is today. Uh, prop bet of the day. I have bet this. Derek Carter throw a pick tonight. It's only minus 102. We've been talking a lot about this. It's price wrong. How's it, is, it not the favorite? It's price really wrong. Like really, How many picks really, does he have this season? Well, it's it, it's not just the picks this season. It's the fact that this dude has been throwing a pick in the last four games that he's faced this, the, the Chiefs. He's been picked. How many like, picks does he have this season? Um, Hold on. I'm trying to find the – where is the – Open prop, one of your 15 windows and tell me how many picks. prop bet of the day. Where is the prop bet of the day? Um, hold on a second. So I'm going to ask the chat. Find how many how many picks this, Here we go. this, this Derek Carr have this season. Um, he has – I don't know how many, how many he has this year. I think he's got three this year. But Derek Carr has thrown a pick in seven of his last nine games on the road. He's on a pick in two of his last four games or two of the four games this year. He has a pick through, through one and two. He has four in total, both games on the road, one and three on the road against the chiefs over the last four games. Derek Carr has thrown at least one pick in every game, uh, two last year and two the year before one each game cars over under past attempt is 38 and a half. So expect them to throw the ball a lot because they're going to be trailing. Right. Derek Carr to throw a pick minus one Oh two. It's, Cheap at Fanduel. Addison right. just said in the chat, seventeen picks in his last sixteen games. Yep. I don't know what that means. Oh, versus Chiefs. Yeah. I don't know if that's just the Chiefs games or what. I know this should be minus one thirty. I don't care unless you tell me he hasn't thrown a pick yet this season. Yeah. Something crazy like that. This is priced wrong. Yep. We've had these discussions both on the air, off the air, privately. I got Farah, our kazoo producer. I bet Jared Goff throw a pick yesterday. Lions fans were all coming at me. Jared Goff's going to light up the Patriots, blah, blah, blah. Whoopsie. Pick Jared Goff. I mean, not saying it's a lock because – as my buddy Merges reminded me over the weekend, the best place to get a locks is Home Depot or Lowe's. It's good, but line. in Chicago, it's Menards. Apparently, yes. there's Menards you Menards, go to get yes. that stuff. Correct. Yeah. Yep. All Midwest, it's Menards. All Midwest Menards. Rommel Camp knows about Menards. Ads in, are in Iowa. Absolutely everywhere. Is Menard, it Menards TV ads? Oh my gosh! Yes, you cannot. Doesn't go stop. Doesn't stop. Every sporting event, they pepper the holy hell out of it. Menards, you can sponsor the show, please. Give mm. us a call. Good stuff there. Talk, Matt. Oh, yeah. Good stuff there. Can see. Well, landscaping. Derek Carr's throwing a pick tonight. He's throwing a pick. He's going to throw. An... Might throw more than one. If it's, com- <laughs> if it's a competitive game, he's going to pass a lot. Yeah. If it's not a competitive game, he's going to pass a lot. The only way he doesn't pass a lot is if the Raiders run the ball and which get a are. lead and keep running are. it. Which they're going to do. The Raiders are going to run the ball and get a lead? They're going to run the ball. I think the Raiders are going to commit heavily. They're going to – that's why I like the under. They're going to keep – I mean, Josh McDaniels has talked a lot this week about not wanting to be up-tempo and to get into a scoring fight with the Chiefs. Josh Jacobs is going to get the ball a ton on swing passes, screen passes, and runs tonight. You remember that T-shirt that I – 
showed you and you've heard this expression and I tweet this every once in a while. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Yep. Mike Tyson says, yep. Josh McDaniel can have a plan to run the ball, but when they're down 17 to three. Yeah. They're throwing. Yes. I agree. Bam, bam, bam. I think this is a, I don't always do this, but I, I really, I like this a lot. At FanDuel, it's cheap. Other books are a little more expensive, but FanDuel is minus 102. It's not priced right at FanDuel. It's a it's a bizarre, bizarre price at FanDuel. Man. So uh better to book it. Only one play to get to you today here for better to book it. Same no game teaser. Today, no, no. Wow, this is oh, same, same game, teaser. game teaser you went to. Okay. Uh-huh. What do you got? Chiefs minus one, under 58. <sighs> Chiefs Why? win, game goes under. So we had a brief discussion yesterday while I was out gallivanting and again, pressing the flesh and creating new brigade members and all this other stuff. You were home concocting this. And I asked you this question off the air. I'm going to ask you right now on the air. Why total up and under rather than down and over? Because I'm not positive the Raiders score enough. I think the under for the game is going to hit. I mean, it's, oh, you, you do. Yeah, I think seven. I told it's you, I think 22 now, P. Roth. Yep, six-point teaser. 52 is the total. It's two places, 51 and a half has me concerned. I think you're on the right side with the okay. total. 60 points is a lot. I mean, you got to get 59 to beat you. I mean, I gave the Steelers 20 lot. points yesterday. They got beat, so it could be done. <laughs> It can't be done. It can be done. Better get a boogie. Yeah. I like it. I mean, if Kansas City don't win the game, I think you got the side. I mean, that's the – I'll be be very surprised. I don't know how many people are going to talk about it today in the look-ahead spot. The Bills? I mean, shit. fine, but they still win the game. Um, that's why I like – I mean, I, I think you can bet plus seven and a half. I don't mind that play of, of Raiders plus seven and a half. I don't mind it. I probably will be on it. I'll probably take it myself to try to do a, just do a half a unit play on the Raiders plus seven and a half. Wow. I okay. think this game's going to fall between one and seven. I think I think that that's where this game ends. I do. But in case I'm wrong and the Chiefs kill them, like they, I, I do not think the Raiders win the game. I'd love to see it, but I don't think the Raiders are going to win the game. So just in case I'm dead wrong about the Raiders and win the game, my plus seven and a half, half a unit, I, I cover this a little bit more. It's trying to do all right. middle myself, I guess. It's I'm trying to build the middle <laughs> on myself to just a, you know, minus one plus seven and a half. Uh, stop talking. You said you middled yourself. There's going to be enough memes and things. No, no, no. I'm trying to create. I'm trying to create a middle myself. I said not middle of myself. Oh, I'm trying to oh, create okay. right. a right. middle right. myself. That's right. I thought I heard you say you middle. Minus one plus seven and a half. Trying to land in the middle and hit them both. It's just strong. That's now you're. Now you're a professional better. You're going to have to get a license. We're going to have to get you certified. This is saying, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm attempting to. That's why if I take the seven and a half, that's, but I like to, I don't like seven though. On seven and a half, it's back to seven in most places. So I'm not sure we get back to seven and a half. I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be a book that'll jump. I think there'll be a book that'll go to seven and a half just to flash it and go listen. FanDuel was at seven and a half this morning and now they're seven. They were the ones that went first to seven and a half. Oh. And now they're back. And now they're back to seven. 
the juice is minus one ten on both sides, or what is it right now? A seven and a half or seven? It's minus one fourteen, minus one fourteen to minus seven. At and what's the plus seven? Minus what? One hundred six. Juice. Interesting. So. Okay. If they go back to plus seven and a half, if I get somebody else in Vegas at plus seven and a half, I you know that's what I I, I like that, but. Okay. Yeah. That's where that's where I am. Uh, favorite thing about today is what? All these people coming to town <laughs> is uh, G2E, the Global Gaming Expo, is here. And I think it'll be one of the most well-attended ones for a lot of people that, you know, were, it was canceled in 2020. In 2021, it was mass restricted and yeah. virtual and... Well, I was and there. Now I mean, it's like it I, yeah. never happened. I, I I went to it, but it was way less. I mean, it was it was. I wore. I was on stage. I wore mask, a mask the entire time when I was on stage. Yeah, we had to. We, we all, we all, all three year. people. I remember last year. All three people. We all had to say yes to taking our masks off halfway in. We all kind of agreed. It was Matt, Matt Metcalf from Circa. I was I was the MC of it. I was hosting it, and I forget. And Matt. Holt was there. It was Metcalf, Holt, and I think that might have been it. Or maybe somebody else was there. I can't remember. But we all halfway through kind of said, can we all be okay with taking masks off? And we finally took our masks off halfway through. <laughs> so now, yes, it's on. I mean, I saw the party last night. One of the one of the companies threw a party last night at Circa at the Legacy Club, and it was zoo last night. <laughs> yeah, I was out and about a lot of the day yesterday. It was it was it was packed. I mean, every place I went was packed. Just like nothing ever happened. And so that was good to see. And we're going to see a lot of faces that we talk to, you know, tweet at, exchange emails with, um, have never met, have yes. done shows with. Right. I, I, I enjoy this week. I really enjoyed it last year, but I really enjoyed when everybody left by Friday too, and I could actually <laughs> relax. I, I really did. I did. You always love so when they come and when they leave. <laughs> Go home. I I think I make it minus one thirty for when they leave for being my favorite. I think it's a favorite. It's a small favorite because I like seeing people, but I really like them leaving on Friday. I was exhausted, so I'm trying to ramp up, and I'm trying to to get enough sleep to run the way we got to run. This will be a good precursor for when the Super Bowl is in town oh. in the, a year and a half when we're not going to sleep. I might have to try uh, to get, you know, medically cleared for some stuff to keep me awake because it's going to be insane. But one of the people that I met in and around the, the travels yesterday was Marco. And um, <laughs> Marco's from Toronto, ironically, as you bash Toronto today. Uh, Marco's from Toronto. <laughs> he comes up to me and he's like, hey, Dave. And I said, hey, yeah. And I said, do I know you? And he said, no, my name's Marco. But I'm a big fan of the Twitter feed and stuff. And um, I just wanted to come up and say hello. Well, cool, man. Where are you from? We just start talking. And he goes, I got a good one for you for the show. I said, what are you talking about? He said, I love the fits, the hats, the whole thing. It just, it's one day I'm watching and you got pirate stuff on and I have a $10 credit. So I put together a 12 game parlay and I put the keep going. Tell, us, tell the story. I'll be right back to keep yeah. going. Tell us. 
Go ahead. So he says, um, <laughs> he says, I put the pirates in it. I'm like, you did a 12 game parlay. What's wrong with you, man? He's like, pirates was the only one that lost. I said, Oh no, don't tell me that. Don't put that shit on me. Marco, please. I said, what did it pay? He goes, it was like $10 to pay like 12 dimes. I said, 12,000. And you put the pirates in it. Cause I was wearing the stuff. Don't do that. And he's like, no, wait, hold on. I think I still got a screenshot of the ticket. I'm like, Oh no, I feel terrible. I'm like, Marco, I mean, you got the ticket. He's like, yeah. Opens up his phone, scrolls. It was like in July or late June. 12-teamer. Goes 11 out of 12, and the Pirates is the only loser. And he put it in there because he saw me on the Twitter or on the show here wearing the Pirates stuff. So all I could do was, like, give him a fist bump and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. He's like, well, I'm glad you're wearing the Padres stuff. Are they going to win tonight? And I'm like, yes. I think the Padres are going to win tonight. That's why I like the stuff. And Plus, I could pull off the City Connect. So I got Marco a couple drink tickets, and um, we got him uh, we got him taken care of while he was at the Circa, which was nice. So thanks, Benson. Thanks, Rob, Tatka, and Tabby, and everybody else that was there. Shane, Linda was out. She was She's off doing her thing right now, trying to get strong again. So God bless her, too. But um, it was an awesome story, man. And it was just like it was a it was a brutal ending. It was a donkey kick, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but it was fun. And Marco tweeted it. I retweeted it. And uh it's part of the brigade, brother. It's just it's it's happening every every single day when I leave this house. Somebody says something to me, and it's fantastic. And I absolutely love it. That's the best thing about today, for sure. <laughs> We're back tomorrow for a Tuesday episode of baseball coming up tomorrow. Hit subscribe at Boston hats, right on Twitter. All the hats. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for BVB. Out.